Okay, so our names are Jonathan and Lindsay. This podcast is called Jesus and Food, and uh, this week has kind of been our first week uh, of putting the podcast out there. So first of all, we just want to say hi to you and thanks for listening. Yeah, we're really thankful. I know a lot of people maybe not driving as much anymore or people, I won't mention any names, but like my sister who's been sleeping in and she can't make it up in time for our show. So I said, hey, we have a podcast. You can listen to that. This is really cool. So yeah, we would love it if you would uh, subscribe to the podcast. Just hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends, maybe rate it because that'll help get the uh, the word out. And we'd love for more and more people to join us here. Um, okay, so I heard a statistic that says basically this has to do with, you know, we're all supposed to be like not putting ourselves out into the world. We're social distancing and all that kind of thing. But it all, this was talking about the idea of Um, not just our health trying to protect, but also like trying to protect our mental health Mm -hmm. and the idea that when we have a negative thought that enters our mind, for whatever reason, the way that our brain interprets stuff, it's four to seven times more powerful than if you have like a positive thought. And then if you speak that negative thought, it's 10 times more powerful. So basically that means, let's just say you had a negative thought about, you know, COVID or something like that, and you speak that into existence it's 40 to 70 times more powerful in your brain or somebody else's brain. And then if you had spoken a positive thought, and that is kind of mind blowing statistic. It's crazy. Like you hear people say, like, don't like, don't claim it, like, don't speak it out. Don't like accept it as a reality thing. Um, And it's like so true because I don't know, it's almost like putting it into, you got it in pencil in your head But then when you say it out loud, it's like Sharpie or putting it in concrete. It's like you're making a statement with your words. And I think like that's where all that power comes from. It's incredible. And uh, by the way, I heard this stuff from a guy named Stu Massengill. So we're not just coming up with this uh, ourselves. It's completely ripped off. Uh, He has he has uh, stuff he puts out into the world called finding direction. And so, yeah, we're supposed to do our part to keep ourselves and others healthy. But we also have to do our part to spread hope and positivity. So he suggests these five things that you can do to keep your sanity and help everybody around you. kind of get through these times. And he brings up this idea that um, Tony Robbins, who is, you know, the motivational speaker, um, he says that success in life is 80% psychology and 20% mechanics. So meaning like basically what you do doesn't matter if you're not in the right mindset. Yeah, it's powerful too. It's like, however you think, the thoughts you think, the, the habits you think about, what you think about, really basically um, makes you do what you do. So like your thoughts are just so powerful and um, your actions come from what you think about. So you want to hear the five things that Stu Massengill says you can do to keep your sanity right now? Yeah, we need need sanity. (laughs) All right, here's number one, meditate. So what comes to mind when we say the word meditate? Um, I think about, I see a person closing their eyes. Uh, sitting with their legs crossed on the ground, of course, in the grass, and being quiet. I think quiet is like probably some of the biggest, you know, part of that is that like there's, you know, shutting out the noise is maybe 80% of the battle mm-hmm. of that. Um, one thing that I really like to use uh, is is an app, which is called Abide. And basically, and this is, the, you know, it includes scripture and prayer and, you know, it directs you. So it's it's not just sitting there 
by yourself, but it's like a guided meditation. And they're doing a really cool thing right now. Like, you know how people are making things available for free that they would normally charge for because of yeah. the times we're all in. I love the fact that Abide is actually for 30 days. You can sign up for it. Um, and it's totally free where you would be paying, you know, a certain amount normally. So I, that's just something I would totally suggest is check out the app called Abide. And um, for 30 days, you can just totally do it for free and just see what that does for your mindset. Number two, what do you think about this? Write down 10 things you're grateful for. Oh, we have. I mean, you hear this constantly. You hear this all the time, even in like not situations where what our world is in right now. But you hear this just in a general sense. Um, the anecdote or, you know, the going against fear and anxiety and all that stuff is all has always been um, noticing the good, noticing the beauty. It's still there. It's just about like finding it. And like we just talked about before, like even I think reading your gratitude list out loud would give it so much more power. Yeah. Or even praying out loud or sharing with like your if you're in kind of quarantine with your family, like talking about the things as opposed to just making it a personal thing. All right. I'm going to make number two and a half. This wasn't actually on the list, but I'm going to go ahead and insert this one. And we've been talking on our show a lot this week about Pringles. And okay. so uh, things that you can do to keep your sanity and help everyone around get through these times. Eat Pringles. Yes, or just snacks in general. I mean, snacks are like basically giving me life right now because you're stuck at home. You're super bored. You're like, I'm going to go eat some snacks. And you really, you'd be surprised at how many just epic snacks there are out there, especially I want to talk about the chip aisle because you have your standard chips. Then you go down the aisle and there's like the healthy chips. They're made from like you know, I don't know, healthier things. And then you get to the popcorn and then there's the Pringles and then there's the crackers. I mean, it's just like that chip aisle is just full. (laughs) So take advantage of that. Take advantage. All right. Number four. I think we're on number four. Yeah. Okay. No, No, we're on three. That was two and a half. That was two two and a half. Okay. Uh, Number three, read a book. Okay. Do you want to say something else? Um, no, but I will. Okay. So this is, uh, again, these are all things that we should be doing all the time. Yeah. 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 But I'm trying to think the last time I picked up a book, I mean, storybooks with my kids, my kids are six and eight. So, you know, the mandatory, you know, like last night we read the one, um, the touching story, you know, I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby, you'll be. So does that count? Yeah, I think that totally counts. I was reading like there weren't even any kids around the other day. And I was reading Ellie Holcomb's new book called I think it's called Don't Forget to Remember. Oh, my goodness. You have to get this. Um, It's about, about it's about remembering God's truth, even in the bad times. Like it's, it seriously couldn't be a more perfect book for right now. And the illustrations are gorgeous. It's basically about, you know, when you see a, a see a rainbow, remember that God is faithful. When you, you know, see the rain, remember this, when you see the birds. And so I was reading that kid's book by myself, no kids around. And um, it was speaking to my soul, even though it was a little, little kid book. Well, can you send me a link to that? Because I would like to put that in our little yeah. podcast notes here. Ellie Holcomb, who's a singer and songwriter. Yes, we'll we'll put it in the podcast notes. It's so good and it's so cute. And I seriously think even as an, an adult, um, we need to remember it. I will say I'm into this reading thing. I picked up, I never, hardly ever read, like go through an actual book and read it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked up Shauna Nequist's Cold Tangerines, which we'll also link in the podcast notes. Um, this is a book about just finding the beauty in everyday life. And I picked it up because I was sick of looking at my phone. So I put my phone down. I touched a real book <laughs> with real pages. And it's been really nice. It's kind of this slow, you know, slower reading and there's no notifications coming up. And so it's been really nice. Wow, that's good. All right. Number four, be present. And here's what I take away from that. Again, these are kind of buzzwords, um, I feel like, but be present. So I, I start to think about the fact that, you know, when, um, you know, the scripture says, be anxious for nothing, but but pray. And then Jesus even says, you know, don't be anxious. Don't be fearful. And it says throughout the Bible, don't be fearful. Um, so I'm thinking the opposite of being fearful or being worried or being anxious, which all of us can relate to this, at least at some level. I don't think it's being like um, full of excitement or even courageous. I think it's more being present because when you're being anxious, you're actually living in the future. You're not actually even where you are and when you are right now. You're somewhere else that's not even existing. So if you're sitting there, like sitting on the couch, this is me sitting. Oh, by the way, um, I'm not sitting on the couch because we sold all of our furniture, but thankfully (laughs) Ikea is supposed to be, it's hard times. We're just selling our furniture. So Ikea is supposed to be delivering our new couch today. And oh my goodness, try living in a house without a couch. That that, What have you been sitting on the floor or sleeping bag or what's the deal? Um, So I'm like sitting next to my wife. She's in one chair and I'm in the other and we're watching TV. It just doesn't, I don't like it. That's not being present. No, you, you guys need a couch. Well, you sold your couch before you had a new one. So. Who does that? So anyway, um, be present, meaning you're sitting there on the couch and you're watching the evening news and you're getting more and more fearful. That is not being present. That's living in the future. So what if this happens? Yeah. That what if this what if this thing lasts until September and not not just a few more weeks? Like that's where your mind starts to go. You're not even being present right there. So maybe the opposite of being anxious is not being courageous or exciting. It's being present. That's really good. I like to do this thing, like whenever I have a moment where I'm like, okay, I need to be present. I specifically like doing this, like when I'm on vacation, um, is going through my whole, all my senses, my five senses. So I'll say, what am I seeing? What am I hearing? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? What am I feeling? And it kind of helps to like ground yourself in the moment with your actual human senses and like take in and capture that moment. That is good. And our number five, uh, now this one is a little bit nebulous for me, so I don't know if anything will come to you uh, for you on this, Lindsay, but it's choose faith, not fear. So uh, I guess that would be like if, you know, your thoughts, you can choose faith. I just, I would have a hard time. That's This, this is one I would have a hard time with because that sounds like something where I'm like reaching for faith, mm-hmm. but fear is all I can grab onto. Like faith is at a higher rung or something. Yep. So what comes to mind for you on that one? Well, you hear you're hearing this a lot right now. Choose faith over fear. And I I don't know how exactly I would put it, except I think you can still um you can still have your fear and not feel guilty about having your fear and not feel ashamed of having your fear. I mean, obviously these are times where fear fear is just in us as a human. Um, and so I think it's important to not like beat yourself up about being scared, but to take your scared and to take your fear to Jesus and be like, Hey, I am scared. Hey, I am fearful. And I think that is faith. I think faith doesn't always mean like full out a hundred percent, 
belief and full of 100% I'm not worried, but it's like taking your fear to God because that's being faithful too. Very good. So again, just recapping the five. Number one was meditate. Number two is write down 10 things you're grateful for. Number three is read a book, even if it's a kid's book. Number four is be present. And number five is uh, choose faith, not fear. And again, these uh, come from a guy named Stu Massengill who does Finding Direction. Um, So at the end of our podcast here, in just a minute, this is a tease. um, On our radio show, we got the chance to hear from somebody who, you know, we do a thing called Bright Side on Friday mornings and everybody shares what is good in their life. She shared that she tested negative. Yeah. So like she she texted us and she's like, I've been quarantined for eight days waiting for test results. And she was so happy. Her bright side, uh, her good thing in life was that, yeah, she tested negative. And so she's just feeling super good and she's she's healthier now. And she's just so thankful, as you can imagine. Yeah, you're going to hear it in her voice here in just a second. That's so cool. So, yeah, we don't have the ability because we're at our home studios. We don't have the ability to, you know, do all the flashy phone call equipment and stuff. So I literally said, can we call you after she texted us? I call her on my cell phone, hold the cell phone up to the microphone and uh, did some audio magic to it and put it on the radio. But so you'll hear that in just a minute. Um, So this is the podcast, not the radio show. So can we be more gritty here, Lindsay, or is that against the rules? Oh, I'm fine with being gritty. Also, I did want to say one thing. Do you have a tracker on your couch that's coming? I'm very concerned. Yes. Um, Well, what What happened? What state is it in? Yeah. No, it's in. um, So, okay. So I live in Champaign, Illinois. It was in uh, uh, somewhere near Bolingbroke. I can't remember the exact suburb. So so it's it's in the state. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like. There's an Ikea in Bolingbrook, so maybe it hasn't even left Ikea. That's probably like, it. That's not but they saying. said, they gave me the actual like time today. They said between okay. whatever it was, 1030 and noon, it'll be there. Okay. And I can't wait to sit on a couch. Okay, sorry. So get gritty. Okay, here's gritty. So um, I just thought maybe we could both share um, how we are doing in the mental and emotional state. I know I'm having sort of like good parts of my days and bad parts of my days. And you can always interact with us too. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, please do it. But so uh, I, for me, doing getting up in the morning and doing the radio show that we do is probably one of the, obviously my wife and kids and being quarantined with them is, is a bright part of the day. But there's something about getting up early in the morning and interacting with our friends that listen and who will text us Um and sort of like even like you were sharing from Corey Asbury the other day, even when you don't really feel full of faith, just to say the things and try to hear the things that are coming out of your mouth and try to believe what yep. I'm even saying right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it feels really good for me, too. I'm kind of nervous about the weekend because like getting up early and hearing the birds and making coffee and doing this show um, hearing people share their faith and, you know, reading Bible verses and hearing this worship music. It's been super good for me um, during this time. Like I've been kind of honest about my thoughts and feelings about all of this. Like I'm not one of those, oh, I'm completely good. I'm not scared at all. <laughs> like there have been moments where I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and let all this out, have a good cry, go on a drive And it feels good to like, just be honest with God, like what my 
real feelings are. I'm not putting on a brave face for him, like being completely honest. So I've had, I've definitely had bad days. I've definitely had like sad days. Um, and I've also had good days, you know, days where I'm, I'm remembering that this is eventually all going to be over. Um, days where I'm looking at the good news, like the doctors and all this stuff that, that people are working on to fix this situation. And so, um, finding beauty, you know, listening to the birds and going on walks and, you know, making pancakes. So I think there have been good days and bad days for me both. Yeah. I am finding, so I use an app called Marco Polo, which is, um, you know, video chat. It's either live or can be kind of delayed like FaceTime. And I'm finding isolation is a bad thing. We know that it's all the stuff that we already know in our lives, but it's Mm -hmm. like so amplified when you're quarantined and you're getting bad news by the day and all this kind of stuff. So that's an app that I use, uh, Marco Polo, which basically, you know, you can send a a video message or you can you can be live with somebody else but that's again just getting out of the isolation and um at least still physical isolation because they're telling us to do that yeah but right but not that does not mean you have to do emotional isolation or or you know that kind of thing yeah it's been good to to um yeah the facetime thing is amazing i mean i've facetimed more than ever right now so yeah just keeping that connection i've even seen um people, so it'll be like a neighborhood and they'll get out their lawn chairs and, um, they'll sit on, on their driveway. And then the people across the street will sit on their driveway, which is like, a, a, a you know, a distance of a street away. Right. And they're yelling to each other and they're talking and we're, or they're on the phone, but they're, they're seeing each other, but they're keeping the distance. So there are ways <laughs> to keep connected, uh, safely. Yes, that works a lot better than what I saw yesterday when we were on one of our many, many walks. And there was one lady and um, she went up to her neighbor's house and then, you know, knocked on the door. And of course, we're just like watching this whole exchange as we walk by on the sidewalk. And then the lady that, um, you know, answers the door, they're talking to each other, but it's through their glass door. So they're shouting at each other. Hey, can you? and they're literally right in front of each other's faces. And my wife is just like, why don't they just like either talk on the phone while they're looking at each other or um, like open like you can go outside and stand six feet away from each other. Yeah. And not, yes. not shout at the doorway. That was that was things. Funny. Things are just getting really weird. Yeah, we're 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 all getting very weird. So it's true. It's true. And that's not going to change, at least on this show. No. Nope. Um, so, yeah, if the probably the best way to get a hold of us right now, if you want to leave a comment wherever you downloaded this podcast, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, please uh, subscribe, share. We'd love to uh, get the get the podcast out there a bit. Are we ready for that amazing phone call we got? Today? Yes, let's hear it. Uh, Sarah is on the phone. Where are you calling from today? I'm from Sycamore, Illinois. All right. What's your bright side? Oh, so I've been in quarantine for eight days um, because I had to get tested for COVID and I got the uh, results yesterday finally that it's negative. So I'm very excited. Able to go back and I got to spend a lot of extra time with my family while I was home. Oh, wow. We're so thankful. So what did you do those eight days? What were you doing? Uh, we did a lot of uh, binge watching of some different shows and mm-hmm. uh, played board games, um, did some extra stuff around the house and just uh, got to hang out with my husband and my kids. So it was it was just nice and life is usually so busy that yeah. we 
actually got to, you know, sit down and really get to talk and enjoy spending time with each other. Man, that's about the best news anybody could ask for right now. And and you're feeling you feeling okay now, Sarah? Yep, I am. Yeah, for about four or five days, I was feeling pretty crummy. But um, my husband and my kids took really good care of me. So glad to hear that. Well, thank you for sharing your bright side with us today. That is so good to hear from you. And we appreciate you listening. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys.